ladies, welcome to our live. You've got me um, literally post-workout, so sorry. <laughs> but also not because working out is taking care of and honoring your body, right? So I hope that you are all having an amazing Monday. Happy International Women's Day. What an awesome time to be a woman, right? We've got an amazing community. We are all in this support together. So I am just so glad to be with you today. Good morning, Jessica. Also, I can see comments. That is a win. Um, I was praying over our message that I wanted to talk to you about today, the canal effect. And I just want to start each more Monday morning praying over you all as well. Um, God spoke very clearly to my heart to start each live this way. So whether you are joining us live or watching on the replay, jump in, shout hello like Jessica did. Um, if there is an unspoken request or something that you need prayer for, you don't have to say it if you don't want. You can just raise a hand or drop an emoji and we're going to come around you and cover you in prayer. So this morning, Lord, I just want to thank you for another beautiful day. I know that each day doesn't always start off the way we want it to, or maybe it doesn't go how we thought it was going to, but Lord, we have the trust that you made this day and that even the most chaotic mornings and stressful mornings and hectic starts to the week, you can work those for our good, Lord. You can grow our faith in you. You can grow our trust in you. And Lord, we are asking that through those struggles that you show us this, your strength, that where we are weak, you are strong. Lord, we thank you for giving us this community of women who is so strong and empowering um, for each other, Lord, because we are not meant to walk through this alone. So thank you for surrounding us um, with your love and your light. And thank you for the strength that you are giving us for this week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the canal effect. And you're probably like, what is this? Um, what are you talking about? If you don't know, I am originally from Massachusetts, and then I moved to Charlotte in 2014. But in Massachusetts, um, I lived pretty close to the Cape, and the Cape Cod Canal was my favorite place to go. It was a seven-mile stretch, which was super easy to bring Paxton to, who was my only child while I was living in. Thank you, Sally. Um when I was living in Massachusetts, um, my only son, but it was flat. There's a playground. They've like really built it up now, but that wasn't there then. Just this flat trail that I would rollerblade and like push the stroller, walk the stroller. I taught him to ride his bike there. Um, there's something about the water that brings me peace. I am drawn to it. I am like Moana. I like, I think she might be my cartoon spirit animal, but I'm drawn to it and I, I feel so small and I feel God's power when I'm near the ocean or the water. I just, I love it so much. So we would go there all the time 
And I have, my husband got a huge picture of it. My kitten is wanting all my attention and her hair wants all the attention in my eye. So that's great. Good morning, Desiree. Good morning, Heather. Gotta love the kitties, but they need love too. So I would love going there. And he got um, this huge, beautiful picture. Our friend, I don't actually know his job title, but he does things with drones and um, I'm pretty sure the army or air force one or the other, but he um, flies these extremely fancy drones and he would take these pictures and he was posting them up the canal. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need that. And Dustin bought me one. So I was looking at it the other morning and it just is so grand looking, right? But it is not in the scheme of things, right? So if you don't know, the Cape Cod Canal is a man-made canal. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background just so you can see where I'm going with this. It was started in 1909, which I feel like that is a feat of itself. We look at construction now and all the machinery and all the technology and all the engineering that goes into it. And we're like, yes, modern engineering, that's amazing. 1909, like I can't even fathom where you started in 1909, like we're going to build a seven mile canal and it's going to be this, this big thing for ships. That is insane to me. But sometimes I relate that to our personal journey with God or our personal journey with health or fitness or whatever it is. It seems like this huge undertaking and before we start, there are so many times where our mind goes, well, we don't have everything we need. We don't have the best equipment or we don't have all the knowledge or we don't really know what to do. If you can relate with that, drop it in the comments. Let me know. These people started this and they didn't have the technology that we have today. They didn't know what, oh my gosh, hundreds of years later, what engineering would look like, but this project still started. And the project of our faith growing and the project of our health can still start growing. And this project, the to build the canal took five years. So it took them five years to build it. And the reason I want to mention that is because so often I feel and what I hear from women who are starting on or anxious to get started on their health journey is they think that there is a, you know, a deadline. And yes, we want to fit into our dress for our, our birthday party or whatever is happening, or we want to look good for the summer, but health doesn't have a final destination. And faith doesn't have like, we've reached the top. We're good now. We don't need our Bible anymore. We we don't get to that point. We're always growing and we're always stretching. Oh, I'm sorry, Jessica. I hope everybody else's volume is okay. If you will let me know, that would be great because it might be an issue. I'll stop here for a minute and you guys can let me know if it's good or not. Um it's always a continual journey 
that we are on. There isn't an endpoint. So for the canal, there was an endpoint, right? They were done. I don't really have to do anything except maintain anymore. So that is good. You're good here? Good. Thank you, Heather. That is good, but we don't have that ending point. We're always growing. And it's a lifelong thing that we're starting. But the other thing, awesome, Sally. Thank you, guys. The other thing I wanted to touch on was that it was five years, right? They weren't like, yes, we want to build a canal. Done, right? The same thing with our faith and in our health and in our minds, which I focus on a lot with your mental aspect of, oh, thank you, of what's going on. It's not a decision you make one day and then everything's fine. It's one dig at a time and one shovel load at a time. And five years, I mean, they went through seasons. If you don't know Massachusetts, it's not really the best winter up there, right? They get snow, there's rainy seasons, it gets warm in the summer. So they kept digging even through the setbacks of winter, even through the setbacks of a rainy season. When you're building a water canal, the rainy season is not going to be easy for you to continue on. The water's supposed to be in it, it's not supposed to be in it yet. It gets really rainy. Guess what happens? It gets muddy and hard and difficult to work through. But one scoop at a time, they kept digging through. We have to look at our walks the same way, right? It's just one step at a time. You don't need your five-year plan planned out right now. You need to know what's for lunch, <laughs> right? You need to know what you're doing for dinner. You need to know, you just need to read one verse of the Bible. You need to read one day. I feel like we sometimes take all of this in and we go, yes, I have a huge goal. And that's good. And that's great. And it's important to have a big goal. But we need to break it down. Because looking at a seven-mile long stretch it's hard to do when no land has been dug yet, right? When nothing has started to work yet. And we're like, yes, this goal, size six, whatever you want to do, this number, my faith, whatever it is, it's a big goal, but you've got to just take it one step at a time. Knowing that seasons are going to come, that will be hard in that it's okay. We should expect those hard seasons, but it doesn't derail your project. It doesn't derail the movement you're doing going forward. It's not going to stop the plan. God's plan is not going to stop because it snows. He knew it was going to snow, right? God's plan is not going to stop because we go to a, a buffet and it's all desserts or all sweets or all whatever. It's not going to be derailed from one season. We're supposed to grow in it and we're supposed to get stronger through it. That's what it's for. And in my workouts, I always will say, and when I'm training, like when it's hard, that's good. That's how you know you're at your edge and you're growing further. If it was easy, everyone would do it, right? We'd all be digging canals and we'd all be 
in great shape and we'd all, you know, have everything together. It's not easy. And you never really get to that point because you're always looking to grow and to find your edge again and get a little further, right? The big thing about this canal project and what I preach to a lot of my clients is that this started in 1909, the digging started, but it didn't actually start then, right? It started years before that with them saying, we need to do something here. And the reason they needed to do something here's your lesson again, is it was a 135 mile trip. Cape Cod kind of looks like um, this. <laughs> oh, I can't really do it with my hand. It goes out and then curves up. So boats would have to take a 135 mile trip from one bay to the other. And it was days, weeks or whatever, when they realized that they could cut um, this seven mile path in here and save them a hundred and 35 miles. That was their big goal. Their big goal wasn't a number on the scale. And their big goal wasn't one day I'm going to be so strong in my faith and then I'll be done. It's not, it has to be bigger than that. It has to be for more than that because you can't work on a little goal and have a hard time come and go, I'm going to keep going. As soon as a hard time comes with a little goal, you go, it's not worth it. This isn't worth it for me. Thank you, Lacey. Um, it's not, I don't care, right? If it's just a number that we're aiming after, you go, well, I don't care about that anymore. I really want muffins. Or if it's just surface level faith you're going after right with just mm, i'm gonna work on it when times get hard you're it's you're gonna go i don't believe this anymore like this is what are you talking about this is this can't be true because that would never happen hard things happen god never promised us that we would never come into hard times look at paul's life um one of my favorite a books, I'll have to get it, is based on Paul's life. And it was hard. Or Job. God never promised us an easy walk when we decided to walk with Christ, right? In fact, it was almost as if he, he said and foresaw that, hey, it's going to get tough. You need to hold on to my word. We need to have those solid grips those solid goals, those solid scriptures we go to, or that solid hard goal that we go to, that when temptations come our way, we can hold on to those. And we don't waver and say it's not worth it anymore. So this canal, they had a big goal. They had something that was more important than them involved in it. I don't know how old some of these people were. And quite frankly, they probably weren't Seamen, I don't know what you call boating people, <laughs> but they probably weren't actually going to travel in this canal, right? But they were paving the way for future generations. And is that not what we're doing for our kids too? We are digging through some tough things, especially with them, especially as being their mom, 
being their teacher, guiding them through things. We are paving ways that we may never walk that path personally, but we're paving it for them to walk through. And maybe it's not our kids. Maybe it is someone we don't know. And we are paving a path for them to walk closer to God, for them to be healthier in their lifestyles, because they're walking a path that we paved for them. So I just want you to hold on to that, that the struggles you're going through, although they're hard, you may be paving a way for someone else to not have to have the same hiccup that you had, to not get caught up in the same things that you got caught up in. Or if they do, for you to reach out a hand and say, hey, I've been down this road before. I know where we can go. I know the smooth path. I know that there's a light at the end of this tunnel to make it easier for you. So even your struggles matter and how you portray them matters and how you tell yourself what they are matters, right? The other thing about the canal um, is they worked really hard for five years to build this seven mile strip. But they worked so hard those five years to save 135 miles going all the way around. So you can be working hard now and putting in hard work now to save yourself time in the long run, right? Instead of me saying, now I'll go into like my business and marketing and stuff like that is not, I didn't go to school for marketing. I went to school for personal training. I went to school for health and wellness certifications and that thing, being a coach. I didn't go to school for marketing and advertising. But that's part of owning a business, right? So instead of me taking a 135-mile trip trying to figure this all out on my own and getting to a destination, I hired someone and said, no, there's a shorter, quicker way to get to my goal that will put that's going to require me to put in some work, that's going to require me to put in an investment, that's going to require me to do something, but they can shave off all that extra time of me trying to figure out what is marketing and how the heck do I do it? No, I got someone there that can intercede and come in between and say, you you can, you can absolutely do this and go 135 miles across, or we can do it this way. And it's hard work and you're digging deep each day. But guess what? That's going to save you time in the long run. That's going to save your health in the long run. That's going to grow your faith in the long run. It's not an instant thing, but there is a way to work each day smarter and not harder. And that's what these, I don't know how many, hundreds of people were doing, making this path through here. The other thing I want you to really visualize, and, and sometimes numbers are hard for me to visualize. If you ask my husband, <laughs> there was a Dunkin' Donuts like up the street from us when we first met in our work. And some a customer had come in asking where it was. It was like, it's like 5,000 feet up the street. And he was like, like a mile. And I was like, yes, like a mile. So 
Um, sometimes numbers don't always resonate with me. It's hard for me to imagine them. Heather, yes, one day at a time, saving yourself that trip, right? So the canal is 32 feet deep. So that's a lot. I mean, I look at um, homes around me building pools right now that are eight feet deep in the amount of time it takes them to dig that. This is seven miles of 32 feet deep and um, 480 feet across. It's insane. And when you look at it, you go, oh my gosh, this is so big. And thinking that men and the women who were supporting the men at that time put all the, that work in, right? And put all of that in. And even though man dug it, even though we said we're bypassing the ocean, we are going to do this. A man decided this. God didn't have the canal there for the shortcut. Man decided that there is going to be a shortcut here. He still controls it. He still oversees it because you know what happens in that body of water? The tides still change according to what God called them to do. So if there is something in your life right now that you are like, well, I messed up because I tried to do this on my own and I tried to do it all myself. And in fact, I didn't try to do it all myself. I loaded all this other baggage on me and I'm making this way and it's, I'm too far gone to be saved or I'm too far gone to change on my health. I've gone too far. You haven't. Just because you did it yourself does not mean God doesn't still rule over it. Those tides still go out and still go in according to God's plan. He still rules that water that flows through. So if you've pushed something or you've tried yourself and you feel like you've done too much damage or you can't come back from this or you can't go on anymore, guess what? God still rules over it. He rules over the things even you try to do for yourself. He can still redeem it. He can still work it. You do not have to give up hope. You do not have to say it's over. It's done. I'm too far gone. It's I've tried for myself for too long. I'm tired. Guess what? When you're tired, God's strong. And that's when he comes in to save you. We're not supposed to do it ourselves, right? We're not supposed to do it alone. But if you've been pushing alone and you've been doing it yourself, it doesn't mean that God's not going to come down and lift you up. It just shows we've exhausted it all. And now he gets the time to show you his glory and his strength and his goodness, right? It doesn't matter. And when you look at the canal from a map perspective, so if I'm looking at a map, first off, Massachusetts is small as it is, right? It's a little itty bitty state. Um, we could travel a, a day trip back and forth from one side to the other or up and you know, go right through Massachusetts and hardly know it. So when you look at the canal, you can't see it. You can't see it from a map. It's so small. But from the men's perspective who were digging it, it was everything, right? It was so big and it was hard. And when you're standing in it, it looks so big and massive, 32 feet deep. Cruise ships go through it. Huge, 
uh, carrier barges, go through it. Whales swim through it. It is, it's huge. And it looks like these boats, like when they're coming in, aren't going to fit. And you're like, oh my gosh. Um, you have to go. You have to visit. It's the best. But you see them coming in and you go, oh my gosh, there's no way it's going to fit. Even though we think it's so big, you see something bigger coming for it and you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way. There's no way. And then it goes through with ease, right? But on a map, it's so small. If you told me to pinpoint where it was looking at a map, I'd be like, I couldn't. You know, you can't really see it. But God sees it. It's so small on a map when you're looking at it far away. It's so small. And in the scheme of the world, it's seven miles. It's not that big, right? But God still saw it. He saw the men working it. He still cares for it. And he still controls it no matter how small it seems to you or looking at above or to somebody else. So our thoughts, if he cares that much about a canal, our thoughts and our bodies and our mind, do you not think he cares that much about them tenfold? He cares more than you think. And those thoughts that you go, oh, it's so silly. It's so trivial in the scheme of things. There's people starving. You know, I'm just here like, oh, please help me with my anxiety. He cares about your anxieties. He cares when you're feeling sad. He cares when you're struggling. No matter how little you try to make it seem when you look at the scheme of things, he cares. He notices. He still controls it. And the same thing with your health. You may say, it's so silly. And I hear this all the time. It's so silly. I just can't stop sweets. I feel like I'm addicted to sweets. It's so silly. It's not silly. It's very hard. And in that moment when they were digging the canal, it's hard work. It's not easy. And when you're in it, it looks big, right? When I'm standing on the side of the canal, watching how fast the tides move, you're not allowed to swim in the canal. It's too strong. Um, you would die. I don't think anyone's fallen in and been okay. The tides are so strong. There's never really a point where it's calm. So you're standing there and you feel the power of the water, right? And it feels overwhelming. And then you might be in a season in your life where you feel it's overwhelming and it's a lot. And like, if you got any closer, you might get swept away and drown. And you might feel like that in your health too. Like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. My parents have diabetes. My mom is obese. These generational changes, these things are happening. And now I see them happening in me. Oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. It's stressful. It's because you're standing right there. It's because you're standing close. God doesn't see it from the angle we do. He sees it looking at above. And yes, he might see a small problem that he can fix in an instant, but we see oh, the massive, massivity, the hugeness of it, right? We see the bigness of it. We feel the power every day of it against us, but he sees it from a different angle. And as soon as we take that change of focus, 
from, oh my gosh, this is huge, to looking at it on a map and going, I can't find it. I can't find it, is when we realize God is in control. Just because we're in the middle of a chaos or the middle of a struggle or something going on doesn't mean God doesn't see it. But it also doesn't mean that it has to overtake us. We just need to change how we look at it. We don't have to look at it like this. Oh, no, this is it. This is all that's going on. My kids are going crazy. That's all I've got. I, I must be a horrible mom. My kids are crazy. My my family has all these health issues. That's going to be me. I see it happening. That's all it's going to be. Just take it down for a minute. Don't look at it right here. Look at it from a different perspective and see that, yes, it's important. And yes, this needs to be completed. Yes, this needs to get done. But God's working through you right now. And you need to change your perspective and change that view on the situation to see, all right. It's okay because God's even got this. You could mess up as a mom all day today and God still cares and loves for your kids more than you do. He will make sure that they are okay. There are days that my kids just have cereal and you know what? They're still okay. They were still fed and I don't feel like the best mother on those days or maybe I wasn't feeling my best or I wasn't giving my best but guess what he still cares and they're still okay it's going to be okay it might not be okay right now but it's going to be okay when you switch that perspective so if god cares about this ocean way that man built he didn't put it there man decided we're putting this here how much more does he care for your life and all those areas that you're trying to work through with your own strength and areas that you're trying to figure out on your own and feel hopeless or like there's you don't know where the end is he cares for you way more than he cares about the canal way more than he cares about the ocean's tides going in and out he cares about you so if he's going to take care of that i want you to have hope that he's going to take care of you and if you're feeling like you're fighting around this 135 mile uh, one way to try and get to a destination yourself, maybe that's with your health. Maybe that's with your mentality or maybe that's with your faith. You don't have to do it yourself. You can come together with somebody. You can work together with someone. Just like I didn't, I could have learned and taken years to try and get a degree in advertising and figure out how to do it. Or I could say, no, I'm not going to do that because that's not what I want to do. I'm going to take a canal passageway and a shortcut, and I'm going to invest into my health and into my faith and into my future to break some chains of my family and say, I'm going to do it a different way. I'm not going to keep trying to do this myself. If you want to talk more about that and how a health coach can help you get there, comment me, send me a message, whatever you would like. We can talk through that, how we don't have to work 135 miles around to get to a destination when you could go seven and go right through, right? 
Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I hope that this was beneficial. I love looking at the canal. If you've never seen it, I urge you like Google Cape Cod Canal and you can see just how massive it is. I mean, I just told you the boats look big coming through and you're like, are they going to fit? And then there's a picture from above and there's way more than enough room for a cruise ship to go through. But again, it's our perspective like, oh my gosh. And it's like, don't, why are you worried? Right? We're looking from above. It's okay. So it's your angle that you're looking at your problems through. I hope that this was helpful to you. I hope that you feel encouraged. Happy International Women's Day. This is a great day. It is a great Monday. I am praying for a great week for you. And if you need anything at all, don't hesitate to reach out. We've got some great things coming up on Wednesday. So get your notifications on for the group because big things are coming. Heather, you're amazing. Lacey, Julie, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and chatting today. Have an amazing week. You can do big things. God's got you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody.